Football is back, and BetMGM is inviting new customers to join the huddle and enjoy the action like never before. Sign up today using bonus code CHAMPION, and your first wager is risk-free up to $1,000. You'll also have instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, player props, and boosted odds specials. Just download the BetMGM app today or go to BetMGM.com and enter bonus code CHAMPION and place your first wager risk-free up to $1,000. The Bet MGM app is the perfect way to experience the excitement of wagering on live sports now in more markets than ever. Visit betmgm.com for terms and conditions. 21 years of age or older to wager. Virginia only. New customer offer. All promotions are subject to qualification and eligibility requirements. Rewards issued as non-withdrawable free bets or site credit. Free bets expire seven days from issuance. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-888-532-3500. Alex, you're built like a Mr. Whippy. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you f***ing ass. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the 33% Majority, where you'll find three friends fighting for their 15 minutes of fame. I'll be your host, your real host, Alex Springthorpe. I think that's where you'll find Alex. He's not only wrong, but he's hideously wrong. I'm the actual host, Ashley Hall. No, I think you'll find I'm the host, happy summer boy, Tom Hutchinson. And if it's okay with you guys, I think I'll be the the, the host to, to begin with, if that's okay. Fly away, summer boy. Yeah, take, yeah, take us away. The summer prince is here. What a jovial note to start the show on. I'm getting all those vitamin Bs. I'm I'm ready. I'm good to go. Take us away, um, Tommy. Well, basically, my segment this week is actually quite a monumental segment oh. because it's our first listener-submitted segment. No. Yes. It's not the one about... It's not the sex one, is it? No, no, no. No, no, no. It's not sexual in nature. No. Um, so this one okay. was suggested one by weird. Ellie Wilson um, and... She basically came to me and said that she would love for us to talk about some scary stories. So uh, to maybe uh-huh. go through them, uh, discuss them, rip the piss out of them, and also maybe rate them on like a, a spookometer level or something like that. And I, I thought that sounded interesting and might make for good radio. Okay. So story time with Tommy. Story time with Tommy. Spooky story time with Tommy. Is, is Tim here this week to share the story time with or is it just Tom? Daddy's not here this week, no. It's just Tommy's tall tales. That's okay. Daddy not being here is a theme for my life. So let's <laughs> let's rock and roll. Scary stories. Let's cock and dole. Right. Um, the first ones that I was going to go through, they are. I'm making sure just for the sake of time. Um, I found some sort of very short scary stories. Um, these first three. I've are got a really short scary story. I've got a really go really short one. Boo. What did you think? <laughs> Ooh, too spooky. It's a really, sh- it's a really short story. It's about vertically challenged people <laughs> with knives. It's Chucky. It's Chucky. It's a very small, st- short horror story. I like it. It's Chucky. Anyway, should we go through the authored ones now and not Alex's crap horror stories? Uh, firstly, fuck you. Second of all, take us away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I will I will swiftly fuck myself and then I will continue. <laughs> so, the first one. Mummy, the man at the top of the stairs said you should leave. 
And I really like that one because, okay. you know, it's all spoken word. I think it's quite visceral. When your kid finds you in the nightclub. <laughs> the only reason that one's scary is because it comes with the premise of, this is a scary story. It could literally just be, out, outside of that context, yes. it's just, yeah, no, that's that's Uncle Nigel and he's here for lunch. And yeah, I need to go and get some milk. Shut up, Sally Ann. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That's for the first time meeting your stepdad. <laughs> the man at the top of the stairs. <laughs> Hang on a second. I think, yeah, Alex, you are right. It does rely on the premise of it being a horror story because w- without that, it could just be the, you know, it could be illegal loitering outside of like a police station or something and, you know, you're being asked to leave. So, yeah, I, I think that knowing it's a horror story. Though, so, guys, here's... Here's a story about family unity and teamwork. <laughs> Mummy, the man upstairs says you need to leave. Oh shit, Sally Ann, you're right. I'm going to be late for my job interview that I go to in the big city to earn money for this family so we can all live it and vibe it so tight. Keep it real. Suddenly wholesome. So actually quite wholesome. I love you so much. You're the best daughter I have mm, ever mm. had. Only and best. Nothing is more keeping it real than family love, familial love. It keeps it real. Okay, so if we're if we're if we're rating the actual the actual story, I think it's a it's a nice premise, it's a nice plot. But in terms of the spook rating, if we rate it on a scale of like one to spooky, I'm giving it two. Two out of spooky. I, I think a two's av- I think two's, two's fair. pretty two, generous. Two out of spooky. Would not spook again. On <laughs> yeah, no, not not my most best scary story. Okay, didn't even weigh two out of ten. <laughs> okay, yeah, uh, shall we shall we pretty go for much. another one then? And hope it's a little bit yeah, more scary. Can, oh yeah, do it. Can we can we have okay, another one? Okay, so whip us up another tale, one. Tommy. This next spooky story um, goes as follows: I woke up to hear a knocking on glass. At first, I thought it was the window. Until I heard it come from the mirror again. Oh. Dun, dun, dun. You've got mice. <laughs> uh, I just want to let you know that you keep leaving bags of what's in your bedroom. And that's, now you've got mice. You've got mice, friends. They love a cheesy treat. Do you know they what? They love a Actually, cheesy treat. You can't. So here's the thing. Alex, with the last one, you said if you don't look at this through the, the, uh, the lens of a horror story, really, it could just yeah. be any story. To me... This screams like the story of like a Disney movie. It's like the beginning of, you know, you've got, a, you've got a mate in your mirror or something like that. Or again, just mice. Mice are prom- prominent in all Disney fucking films. Read it again, but sh- tweak the tone of voice slightly and I'll add in some the twinkle crinkles of a fairy tale story. Okay. Love this. Okay. I woke up to hear a knocking on glass. No, no, no! Twinkle, crinkles there. Okay. Well, Tom, I can't do it in. I can't do it in real time. It's gonna, this is gonna be <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to do it with your mouth. I thought you were going to do some no, no, foley no, this... work, like right now. Oh no! This is high. Alex, you better not edit it. Don't edit anything in. Let okay. that. Let okay. that stay there. Just that minute and a half of silence. What felt like? <laughs> take two, Tom. Take two. It's all in post. You read it as your heart desires, and I will make it mystical and and of a tale, a fairy tale. I'll give you a clean cut right now. I woke up to hear knocking on the glass. At first, I thought it was a window. Until I heard it come from the mirror again. <gasps> oh, the intrigue and the excite. Magical, right? I love it. I, 
I personally think we're going to pitch it to Disney. It's going to be worth a fortune, but they aren't going to pay us. They're just going to use our story. So, Tom, I'm starting Legal Battle right now against Disney, <laughs> even after their case that they had against us for slander in episode two or yep. three or whichever one it was. It's all a blur. <laughs> to be honest, though, I don't really think we're going to win against the multinational media corporation that is the House of Mouse. I don't think we're winning it. Winning I don't know. One. I feel like once I get up on that stand and somebody asks me a direct question and I break down into tears immediately, I think we stand pretty good chances, you know? <laughs> Listen, if we get a jury that pities crying men, there's three of us. <laughs> we're, we've, we're into a winner, yeah. I'm a big hairy man, and if I break down in public, people are going to care. <laughs> I'll get rid of my mustache before we go to court. As yeah. we all know, you can't have a mustache and go to court and, and do well. No, no. You come across as immediately guilty, yeah. Your mustache is the, the worst horror story of this generation. Cool. So Thank sp- you. Ashley's, uh, Ashley's mustache on a spookometer, we're going nine. full spook 10. Nine. Oh, ten, yeah. Okay. 10, yeah. So spooky that your hair goes white looking at it. It stands <laughs> on end, yep. You hear a Stand cat on scream. End, your eyes roll around in your head like you've just hit that sweet, sweet Mary Jane bong relief jaw. <laughs> it's that. It's that good. It's that good. Good. You know. You take a look at it, and it's horror personified. Lovely, lovely. Okay, so with that horror story though, horror being in inverted commas, um, what are we rating that out of one to spooky? It's going as a two again for me, just because two? they are all so flippable. There's no demons in there okay. that are eating my soul, which. Can okay. only be scary in any context. Okay, well, I think, yeah, I think two's probably fair for that one. I've got another one that might be a little bit more scary without the context of a horror story. Okay. This one does sound pretty rough. I'm here for it. Here we go. There's nothing like the laughter of a baby unless it's 1am and you don't have a baby. But you've got neighbours. It's terraced houses. <laughs> Yeah, paper thin walls. Ah, it's your turn to get the baby, and then you can hear the mum being like, "Listen, I dropped it out of my thief. It's your turn, thief. To get the baby." And then you no, have no, to listen whoa, to Mike. Wind about back it. the tape. Thief, thief. Yeah, That's a slang word for for vagina. It's not a good one, and I don't think you should use it again. If anything, Alex, I think you should. When you're editing this, I think you should actually just delete that. Ashley, can you just say can you can you say a more direct word for me that I can cut it in its place? Just just give me some other other vaginal words, please. Some other words for for vaginal vagina, just like really aggressive. Are there any others? <laughs> any, any others that you like uh, that tickle your fancy? That don't feel derogatory. Minge. I I I, used I could to, cut in Tommy saying worst. minge if you'd like. Please cut in Tommy saying uh, the M word there. I don't, that what word about, makes me feel bad. What things. about pusso? <laughs> ah, pussy was a good word. No, 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 no. I didn't say. I didn't say that one. I didn't say that one. Pusso with the O on the end. Give me that. With the O. That's. I don't think that's much better. <laughs> well, if you remove the letter entirely, it doesn't sound great, does it? Hey, True. listen. <laughs> I want to put my face all up against that puss. Oh no. That's not, not the one, is it? Friendly. <laughs> I'm going to die alone. My missus is going to listen to this, and I'm going to die alone. <laughs> Divorce. It's, yeah. been good, uh, it's been good having friends. Like the time when Ashley said the word puss. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, it's, not, it's not great, is it? Like, I'm not, I don't want to recommend it. Like, I mean, should we just not talk about the, the words for genitalia anymore and just stick to the horror stories? Yeah, all right. Okay, so what we rate yeah, in that on one, then, on a spook meter? 
I forgot about it 10. after Ashley said puss. <laughs> yeah, puss out of 10. Oh, okay, right. Cool, puss, puss out, out of 10. 10. <laughs> okay, cool, puss out of 10. I like it, okay. Have you got another one? Um, I do have some other ones. They are a little bit more long form. So, um, okay. You've give got me that time. sweet long form. Okay, so um, this one is the story of a father putting his young son to bed. I begin tucking him into the bed and he tells me, Daddy, check for monsters under my bed. I look underneath for his amusement and see him, another him, under the bed, staring back at me, quivering and whispering, Daddy, there's somebody on my bed. Getting real fucked up with these twins, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You know, when you forget you've got two kids, you're like, oh, shit. It's a forgetful father who who forgot about bunk beds. Yep, yep, yep. (laughs) There's somebody under my bed. I climb down the ladder. (laughs) No, I think that one's got spookier legs. Uh, there, there's something to that. Yeah. Because who would you trust? Maybe that was due to the delivery. I actually felt that one. I thought I feel like I gave mm. that one a good performance as well. So, yeah, no, you, I mean, you get the Oscar. What, what What do you do in a situation though where there's a doppelganger? Like, let's say, let's say, like I go to Tom. You you come to my house. Tom, you come to my house. Mm-hmm. You stay on the sofa for the night, and then in the morning, I'm making pancakes, and then you look to the other door, and I'm stood there like waving like I need help. Oh, leave probably Ooh, just do? let you deal with it are you going to ask a question <laughs> that only I know the answer to like you could ask a question that only I know the answer to and it would be what's the best word for vagina and then uh, doppelganger me would be like uh, it's it's vagina <laughs> doppelganger Respectful. you do- doppel no 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 that, that 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 one wouldn't work because doppelganger you of course as everybody is considering our immense growth and fame is obviously a listener uh-huh. of the 33% majority podcast so he knows it's puss <laughs> He knows. He's done it yet. He's inside your head oh, at this shit. point. He's done his oh, due shit. diligence. I'm terrified. I, okay, I'll tell you what. Listen, if the listener that's out there that's decided to doppelgang me, don't do it. Like, if if this is giving you ideas and you're going to become me and come into my house and pretend to mm. be me, please don't. Uh, just for science reasons. I think by episode 100, people are going to know enough about us to just take on our identity. Identity really. theft will be rife, yeah. I can't wait to not be me anymore. <laughs> Dude, the guy that takes over me, I'm going to run past like, yeah, get it, sucker. Gonna, it's your problem now. I'm just a ghost. You'll never, see me. You'll never see me again. I've been trying to get rid of myself for 20 years. Thank you. Now I can do it without any of the problems. Psych. Uh, disappear. If anybody wants to do a identity theft, Tom's got a pretty cool dog, which I assume would be part of the deal. Tom's got a good dog. That's very fair. He is a nice boy. He is a nice boy, yeah. Which of us... If you had to choose, which of us's life would you take over? I definitely want to be either Tom or Alex. <laughs> oh yeah, that's yeah, very decisive, Ash. Yeah, I definitely want to be Alex or Ash. And I, ugh, this is a tricky one because I would want to be Tom or Ash. So oh, we, let's all just go one to the left. Yeah, okay. <laughs> just, we are all sat in the same room in the in the thirty three percent majority studios. So Alex, you're sat on my left. You're sat on my left, Alex. So I'm now Ash. Am yeah, I now Tom? I'm now Alex. Yeah, and yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's all blaze some good, good joints. Is that your impression of me? No. Yes. <laughs> just like, hey, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm a little fuzzy right now. <laughs> <laughs> so wait, sorry. Can I just confirm? Am I Alex or Ash? Am you're I me. Alex or Ash? No, you're Alex. You're Alex. Okay. I'm Alex. I'm Tom. Yeah. Tom, you are our friend, me me being Ashley and you being Tom, you're actually Alex. 
Hey, and welcome to the 33% Majority. I'm your host, hairy man, Alex Springthorpe. Actually, you'll find I'm your host. Good vibes, keeping it tight, everybody's homey, saviour of the homeless and the poor, Ashley Hall. Hi, I'm... I'm t- I'm Tim. I'm Tom's dad. <laughs> and I'm the host. <laughs> 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 nice little Easter egg there, Ash. I yeah, mean, Tom. A- I like it. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I just want to let you know that was my favourite joke I've ever made, and I'll be retiring very, now. Uh, it was very good. And on that note, though, you are no longer the host, Ashley. Um, oh no! I believe I actually. Wait, wait, so, who's who? Now? Wait, hang on. No, Are we, can we go back to be... being ourselves? Because I think it's my turn to host. Okay, just just before I give up, I am just going to assert that I want us to rate that last horror story on a spook meter, please. Can we just do that uh, before I give up my hosting? That privileges? one's got legs, and I think that one's about a seven for me. Seven out of spook. Seven, like spookiest a, yeah. one yet. It, it made me laugh the most, so yes. Yeah, seven, <laughs> seven out of ten, lovely. We might bring this segment back in the future, but once again, thank you very much to Ellie for suggesting the segment. Yes, I thanks, really appreciate Ellie. it. We probably didn't talk about the spooky stories enough, but it was great. Thank you. No, Ellie, listen, that was as much spook as you're going to get. Listen, don't don't <laughs> feel like you've been conned. You got more spook Ooh. than the average guy. Yeah, girl. absolutely. It's the, it's the most spooky episode we've had so far. So it's about, to and get also spookier. just to all the other listeners out there, um, if you do have any suggestions for segments, hit us up on our Instagram. That's the thirty three percent one word as percent majority. The thirty three percent majority. Uh, drop us a line on there, or uh, you can feel free to message us on our individual accounts, or chuck us an email. No, don't message me. I, don't, I won't. I won't listen. I won't yeah, don't, me- don't message Alex. He's Don't you know he's a busy man? He doesn't have time for you people. He's the unfriendlier 33% of this podcast. We re- we've received two two pictures. If you want to send us drawings you've done, we received a beautiful picture uh, by a young man who I think uh, mm. I think drew Piss Man and Shit Boy, uh, Elliot. Yeah, that was my... That, 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 that one would be my brother then. What a hero! Pictures of Pissman and Shipboy. I also received a, a beautiful portrait of me done by Sean uh, from the... Oh, I've forgotten their podcast name. The Deeping Harriers? You suck. Deeping, yeah, thank you. Is it Deeping? Deepings? The Deeping, I'm going to just double check. Tommy, you actually now. know them. You should probably know their podcast. Double checking Deeping. Yeah, but Sean sent me a picture of me um, with muscles and what can only be described as an unreasonably large penis. Main brain hanging down to your vein. That's what it. That's real life. I listen to their podcast, and by the sounds of it, they record as they're doing an exercise. Oh yeah, yeah. It's all. It's all sort of like. Um. It's their. It's their cooldowns that they they do. Sorry, just to confirm, it is the Deeping Harriers podcast. It's wonderful balls, to listen to balls because they're, they're all very. <laughs> no, no. What about if we swapped formats for a week? Well, and we just go and try and run. We'll do a run. We'll do a run and then do a phone call, and they can do whatever the fuck we do. Okay, they can, they okay. can hang out in my office and play with all the sharp objects I've got laid out on my desk. <laughs> that sounds like a, a saw movie. That's not something I'd broadcast yeah, big, on radio. Big thanks to Sean for the picture of me and my huge cock, um, and picture that Elliot drew us of piss man, uh, so piss boy and shit man, arch nemesis. Um, mm. We're on the right subject though of like running and exercise and also spookiness. I think that humans have been at the top of the food chain for too long. I'm a little bit sick of it, and I think we should make a predator. I think it would make everyone healthier and happier okay. if they were like every now and then. Oh, I've got to, I've got to mm. run because I'm being chased by. Oh, it's that predator that the thirty. Is this a design and build designed. project then? 
This is a design and build project. I already have like a, a basis. Here's your requirements, okay? okay? It's got to eat the people. Let's not be wasteful. It right. doesn't have to eat all of them, maybe, but it's got to eat the people. It has to hunt in cities as well as in like countryside. So it can't, you can't just be like okay. a giant brute because obviously you'd never sure. get along with your day. So I don't want it to disrupt mm-hmm. everyday living too much, but I do want it to every now okay. and then just eat someone. Well, can I just jump in, Ash, if you don't mind? Um, 100%. Just to start, just to start this off, what we what we could do um, as a famous bloke, he he used to um, make flea circuses to to make his money. Anyway, got very very rich. Started a company called Ingen. Uh, I don't know if you've heard of it. Um, mm-hmm. And then I think he got real real good at harvesting dinosaur blood from mosquitoes. Um, maybe if we just hit up John Hammond, just see if he can make us a like a t-rex or a, a velociraptor maybe Tommy, we can start is this there. a movie or are you are you having a stroke well i mean jurassic park it, whether it's a movie it's still real right tom lives there in jurassic park in his in his <laughs> dream his fever dream season pass yeah i'll be honest that all went over my head and i became concerned for your well-being <laughs> <laughs> so what tom's saying is we're going to get a genetics company to get us dinosaurs i think a dinosaur is a yeah. good start okay. obviously not though is it? it's not going to be the apex predator is it because um they already did a really shit job otherwise they'd, they'd well, be knocking no, about like, still they got killed by a meteor they were about for billions of years. If you measured the the the, the length of time, the dinosaurs, that dinosaurs ruled the earth versus... longer than humans have. Yeah, exactly. Not enough billions, though. Not, if, not enough they billions. needed to do more billions to be a good predator. <laughs> Surely, the ultimate predator. If they were all killed by a meteor, then they need to be able to eat meteors because that's their only weakness. Okay, okay. So, but so we're we're basing the creation of this predator off of their ability to eat meteors now. Well, yeah, we know that to be a weakness of the right. dinosaur. So Tyrannosaurus Rex with really big hands and like uh, baseball mitts. Okay, okay, cool, <laughs> cool. Catch the meteor then. All right. <laughs> yeah, perfect. He's got it now. Dodge it. So, so I think we have Velociraptors, but I think we give them the ability to mimic human speech. Because that's like a Velociraptor's not scary <laughs> enough. I wanna, I wanna hear Alex be like, "Hey, Ash, come outside. I've got a cigarette and a can of Monster that you're not allowed anymore." And I would go prancing downstairs and then get eaten by a Velociraptor. Oi, Jeff, come down this dark alleyway. I've got some nice ciggies for you. Chomp. I don't know if someone was like, "Hey, I got some roll-ups for you," and then it was a Velociraptor. <laughs> would you still question if they could roll? Because I can't roll cigarettes. I've got thumbs. Surely you'd question it. You'd be like, hey, the Velociraptor's offering me cigarettes. I know he can't roll. No, but you, I, I mean, I, I was sort of going off the premise that you couldn't see the Velociraptor, so you just heard oh, a bloke shit. saying, hey, come round here. Now I just trust the guy immediately. You're absolutely fucking right. <laughs> so the voice the voice is just so the Velociraptors can sneak around. They're, they're going to be the masters of mimicry and disguise. Yeah, maybe mm, they'll start mm. wearing trench coats and piggybacking each other and, and they'll be like, oh, it's me, your dad. I've come back from fetching all those milks and ciggies. This is a really dad-centric episode, Ash. You've mentioned you've mentioned no dad I'm several having... times. Is everything... Are you okay? Is everything okay, is everything okay at home, right? son? No, stop, the, stop the show. We, we need to be Ashley's father for a minute. We're having, Ashley, we're having a dad okay? intervention. We're having a, da- a, a, a dad intervention. Yeah, da- I'm a, fine. I'm dad just... intervention. We're proud of you, Ashley. You're doing a great job. Uh, You sweet baby boys. And that's the most meaningful conversation I've had with a dad in a whole year. Um, Fuck you. Anyway. (laughs) Fuck you. (laughs) Can I... um, Can I... 
spin spin this a different way in terms of predators for humans that I think will get us like max human eating capacity. Imagine if the predator looked like a bus. Oh, perfect. <laughs> because you go and get on a bus. You know, and, oh. People will wait at a bus stop <laughs> and get and try and get on the bus, and actually yeah, the the entrance me. to the bus is just a mouth. Chom chom. It's like one of those anglerfish, but the tongue is the driver. It's yeah. a really easy one as well, because to fit in as a bus and have no one suspect you, you've got to know which way to go. Luckily, at every bus stop, they print the route. So you know exactly yeah. where to go. No one's going to suspect anything. So you, all you've got to do is be able to read a map. Yeah. Perfect. Right, so mimic buses, basically. Yeah, so yeah, scrap the Velociraptor. It's just a bus that is a... It just eats everything. And the hope would be is that people would still use public transport because it's just yeah. like a lottery as to whether you're going to make it or not, yeah, which gives the bus its food. If one in 100 buses is the ultimate predator, I think you've got to take your chances because people have still got to get around. I've still got to go to work. Despite Chompy Bus, I've still got to go to work. That's about the same odds you've got of being like stabbed to death by a smackhead. You yeah. know what I mean? Like That's basically the same same odds. Like I'm already taking the risk. I might as well make it quicker. Absolutely, yeah. So I, I think that could be a good one. I like that. I also like mm. the idea of um, like, uh, what, what are they called? Uh, skinwalkers. You know where like, you go camping with your mate and then he goes out oh, for you a did this, in the night. You did this Ooh. last time. Ashley, yeah, and I'm you still did this one last time. That's the same premise as um, my other version of my brother me is on the bunk bed below me, Dad. Spooky story. Precisely. Yeah, it's the story That's, I've just told. He'd, he'd be a good predator because you'd be like, oh, it's my son. And then you just get eaten by a child. So basically what you're saying is then at that point, like every time you even meet anybody, friends, family, or just stranger, like members of the public. You'd have to ask him a question only they could know the answer to. You, but then you run a 50-50 chance every single time that somebody you speak to is a skinwalker. Yeah, I think those sound like fair odds. Okay, all right. I like how it's 50-50. Like the, like the, the amount of skinwalker to human ratio in the world is like... Oh, one to one. 50, Everybody's got one. To one. one. You've got one and I've got one. Tom's got one. I don't think that some of the more unique human beings could have one because you'd definitely be suspect of like Gilbert Gottfried appearing at your door and being like, hey, in like the voice from the parrot from Aladdin's kind of, you know, Jafar! Yeah, you, run, you, run, you run into Beyonce down a dark alleyway. Like, I think you definitely know you're in a skinwalker. You're going to have suspicions, yeah. Yeah, you're going to be like, hey, she's not here to teach me the single lady occurrence. Absolutely. <laughs> no. Although that might be that might be the the sort of predatory attack noise that she makes. She's like, what? Uh oh, chomp, 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 chomp. <laughs> that's how I want to go. If listen, if I get eaten by Beyonce, that's just the way it is. Cool story for heaven time. Yeah. Yeah, like ah, oh, on my gravestone, died how he wanted to, getting eaten by Beyonce. Beyonce, if you're listening and you ever want to try human flesh, I'm <laughs> here. I'm here. So I'm available. So far, the, the the points we've touched on in terms of designing the the best predator are many teeth mm-hmm. for chomping mm-hmm. and yeah. disguise. So we've got like a a dinosaur that can mimic voices, but it's got Beyonce's face. And he drives a bus. I think. I think. I. I think I got lost on that one. I think. I think the Velociraptor drives a bus. Maybe. Okay. Cool. 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 cool How does cool, this cool, fit cool. in with the countryside setting, though? Because cities covered with with public conveyance, but but con- but the countryside. 
Well, it's your baker, isn't it? The guy, you go into the bakery, oh, I'll have four buns, please. Sure. And then as you go to grab the plastic bag, he just eats your face. Just, I'm numb. And then, like, the next See, three people that, I, maybe I just serve some bread. I don't think that's enough. That doesn't cover all aspects of, you know, the available landscape here in the UK. Like, imagine you're deep in the woods. Backpackers. And you're, your car's broken down, and you're walking through the forest, and you hear the rumble of a six-cylinder diesel engine approaching from behind. <laughs> and the trail is illuminated by high beams as a bus approaches. <laughs> You're going to have your suspicions pretty early on. Yeah, plus, like, any amount of... You could just go up two steps and, like, what's the bus going to do? <laughs> okay, I've got it. I've got it. Okay. So we've got the we've got the, the horror chompy bus with Beyonce driving it and there's a velociraptor in there somewhere and they can also mimic our voices. But what about for the countrysides? We, like intersperse like groups of sheep in fields with also killer sheep right Perfect. now they don't eat other sheep a, a their primary or sort of sheep's clothing of sorts yes quite literally but they're they only wish to eat humans they only have a desire for human flesh so you know as anybody knows when you live in the countryside all you know you're pretty much guaranteed to walk past a field of sheep so you run the risk of there just being one wolf in sheep's clothing You've just got to clock the one that isn't eating grass. Once you've seen that one, you know that's the one that survives on flesh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the so one covered can... in red, because they really struggle to wash <laughs> the hooves. <laughs> yeah, it'll be the one that's covered in blood and stood next to a corpse. Yeah, they can only really eat one person, and then after that, the gig's kind of up in it. Like, oh, it's the one with a hand stuck in his stuck in his coat. He's <laughs> got like a, a wedding ring sticking out of his mouth. <laughs> I feel like even if a sheep only eats one person, that's still one too many people to have been eaten by a sheep. Yeah, I'll give I you that know, one, I've yeah. been chased across fields by sheep, and they are real assholes. How have you been chased across a field by a sheep, Right, actually? so I lived in Sleaford. I used to cycle to Ruskington uh, across the uh-huh. back fields. Now, I used to occasionally lift my bike over the fence because it was quicker to go across the field because the fields are massive than it was to go around them on the roads. So it's like Convenient. maybe four in the morning. I'm walking across the mm-hmm. field and then there's sheep. And I'm like, yeah, dude, I'm a tiny teenage boy. And there's just like sheeps with horns, which I think are called rams. But they were mad. They were mad that I was in the field. And they were walking up to me mm. all nice-like. And then they were chasing me. And it was horrific. And I wanted to die. I, I can tell you exactly where you went wrong there. You weren't wearing polyester. Shit. They could smell the wall. They were like, oh my God, he got Richard. Hang on, that's Richard. He's wearing Richard. Get him, boys. You've got my uncle on you. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. It's much well, more traumatic than that in my memory, but yeah, basically, sheep are assholes. I feel the same about chickens as well. I don't feel guilty for eating chickens. Chickens are assholes. I feel like if you gave a dog a gun... <laughs> what? <laughs> that's a predator. Dogs don't care, do they? I want to deliver the post, but I keep getting shot at. <laughs> Bang! Hang on, this this cover poo has got an AK forty seven. I can't. I can't reasonably be expected to deliver the the daily supplements. How are they going to know about the fifty percent off sale at the local factory shop? So, are we are we specifically saying that every dog has just like an actual? Real life human gun. Yeah, you, when you buy a dog, they come with a they come with like a a matching matching weapon for the breed. Like if you buy like a Chihuahua, you get a lemon, uh, <laughs> a, a one of those lemon lemon grinders, and a very sharp knife because that's what they are. They're a painful short existence yeah, yeah. and a, a quick okay. stab and then a lemon in it. 
Yeah. You buy a St. Bernard and it's just like a big wooden mallet. Okay. No, okay. no, no. No, no, no. I think we've got to stick with guns because like if you see a dog with a big hammer, the dog's got to get to you. You've got time to escape. If they are to be the ultimate predator, it's got to be a gun of some sort. They need the range. A St. Bernard is definitely pulling out a sawn off shotgun. Okay. Okay. Real. Okay. Yeah. It's not even sawn off. It's like a gentleman's shotgun, like a, a real nice oh, bird yeah. hunting shotgun. Yeah. Clay pigeon shooting-esque. Yes. He's He's yeah. got a pipe in his mouth, he's got his weapon, he's like, Yes, get them, boys! And we're in agreement that Rottweilers are all snipers. <laughs> yeah, of course. Rottweilers have got, like, a, a Barrett, Barrett 50, 50 cow on a building somewhere. Okay, but can any of the dogs have throwing knives, though? Um, hmm, gotta be... Like a Doberman? Gotta be... No, if you've got throwing okay. knives, you've gotta be agile. Okay. So Chinese what... crested dogs, they'd have, like... Samurai shit, surely. If you don't know what they are, you should Google them. Listeners, listeners, take a minute out of your day and Google Chinese crested dogs. Okay. I'm going, I'm going to right now, Ashley, just to kind of Chinese crested dogs, did you say? That's what I look like if I were a dog. Chinese, Chinese crested dog. Crested. That motherfucker's got a throwing knife. Yes. He's got a throwing knife. He's got like oh. eight of them. Do you know what? I feel like you've stolen that straight from that film Cats and Dogs where the cats hate the dogs. Love cats and the dogs, and dogs hate the cats. And I feel Love like cats and dogs. I feel like I could imagine that. Oh no, that dog was like the tech bloke, the one that was like like a crazy scientist or something like that. Like the James Bond Q, the guy that used to do all the gadgets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, I could see it's him. lipstick that also doubles as a taser. <laughs> I'm sure that could never go wrong. Yeah, but I could see him oh, with throwing stars. Really yeah. chapped, really chapped, really chapped lips, and just. <laughs> No, I like it. Okay, so we've got do- we've got dogs that have guns. We've got buses that eat people. Dogs we've got skinwalkers and velociraptors. I feel like at this point there will be no humans left, but uh, could work. <laughs> we've just unleashed a herd at this point. I think the the difficulty is they will work together. Mm-hmm. Yeah, form a coalition. All of these, all of these things. They are a collaborative species. Yep. 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 They do travel in herds. <laughs> Back to Jurassic Park. Yes. <laughs> Whoa, 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 guys. Hang on. What is that? Could it possibly be? Guys, this. Hang on. There's like this glowing orb in the podcast recording studio. Uh, I'll, oh, yeah, I see it now. Yeah. Oh, that's weird. God, that is beautiful. Do you see the light? Yeah. I want to touch it. Yeah, shall we touch it? Do it together? Shall we all touch it on three? Yeah. One. Two. Mm-hmm. Three. Oh, fuck! And the camera pans down from the ceiling, revealing a young man's bedroom. The view tilts up as it descends, and we see a young man sat at a desk, working from the light spilling out from a lamp. But this isn't any young man, no. This is you, Tommy. Uh, Much younger, and in your old bedroom. The clock on the wall ticks, marking the seconds passing as you work long into the night. The camera begins to move towards you as you meticulously work away and we hear the tearing of packaging and watch as you discard a box 
We follow it as it soars through the air and can read. NVIDIA GeForce GTX 460. It lands in the corner of the room and joins nine identical boxes. We flip back towards your desk, pausing briefly to observe the date displayed on your desk calendar. October 2010. Tongue stuck out, Tommy, you plug in cables and tighten screws, until finally, your project is complete. A Bitcoin mining rig. Ooh. Ten state-of-the-art GPUs capable of mining Bitcoin at a rate of 50 per day. Gee. Your face illuminating with flashing RGBs. The whir of the cooling fans drown out the sound of your maniacal laughter, and you walk away from your project. Days, weeks, months. Your rig solves and mines, consuming power and returning nothing but cold, hard crypto cash. So, like, I guess my question is, modern day, what would you do with, like, a shit ton of cash? <laughs> Oh, oh! This is this is the intro to your segment. I love it. It was so visceral. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I love that. I suppose what I would probably do is invent sort of like um, some kind of time machine that would create an orb in like my future self's room to like suck me back in time to do cool shit. Oh no! This is the, we're in a we're in the alternate um, timeline now. This happened October gotcha. 2010 when, you know, the, the code was released and you were allowed to, or able to rather, oh. to mine Bitcoin. You built a rig on day one and you you have so many Bitcoins that in, in the modern day alternate reality, Tommy aged current age now has just so much coin. Okay, okay. I think to begin with what I would do, and I'm talking like, maybe a few years before this, I'd probably start like a book service, like an online sort of, you can buy books online, right? Okay, um, or what you're, what, you're, what you're plotting and you're planning now is like to make more money. No, Tommy, you made so many Bitcoins, you are a trillionaire. I'll go to another planet then, probably. Yeah. Right? Yeah, just, yeah, I'd probably just go colonize Mars at that point. Listen, I want to talk to you all about how this is a terrible idea. Here's what you're going to do. You're going to start buying people's morals. They're, They're going to be like, hey, listen, I'll give you... Morals? What's morals. a moral? What's it's a, a type moral? Of, it's a type of delicious mushroom, you uncultured swines. What? People listening, that's a morel mushroom. Uh, just fucking with these guys, am I right? <laughs> yeah, you you really got us, Ashley. <laughs> Zing! Now, I'm on about, like, you'd buy people's sense of what's right and what's wrong. You'd be like, hey, listen, here's Oh, two... they're morals? Yeah. What the f- I was fucking close. I was so close. You just gotta let pronunciation go, boys. You don't. Yeah, I'd I'd pay people to do really fucked up shit, but I wouldn't like. I'd make them. I'd be like, "Hey, sign this non-disclosure agreement. I want you to go out and set fire to every uh, every fast food chain in this area." <laughs> Christ! So just crime. Ashley would use wealth to wreak chaos across a nation. Yeah, I would. I'd be like, "Hey, let's Great. let's see really how much the world can take. Let's fuck around, find out." Let's sink Ireland. <laughs> uh, let's. We don't have any listeners right, in Ireland okay. yet, do we? Uh, not anymore. They're all underwater. So, no, We're but... really sorry, Ireland. <laughs> I'm gonna sink Ireland. Okay. So, so the pre- the premise is infinite money, right? Basically, like just, yeah, just unlimited yeah. as much power. money as you want, right? Okay. So I, I assume a, a day one, uh, we'd probably solve like 
world hunger or something, yeah? World hunger, yep, yep. Homelessness gone, yep. Mm-hmm. Do, the, do the good stuff. I think actually to, to solve homelessness, I would just like build my own island and just, yeah, every single homeless person in the world, free ticket, you can come and live with me on Tommy Island. I don't think people would buy into them, everyone being given tickets to a place where everything is right. Even with infinite money, how do you solve world hunger? Cheeseburgers. You you get McDonald's running extra and then you just get big planes. I've got it. I've got it. Have you guys seen that film Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs? Oh, perfect. No. So, Alex, the premise for Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs is that this guy creates a machine that when, like, instead of weather, it's food. So when it rains, it's chips and burgers and hot dogs. And when it's a tornado, it's smoothies. And so I think I would just probably put a lot of my resources into just making the Cloudy with a Chance of Meatballs machine. I mean, what would happen is with, with with your Trillo bucks, what? Uh huh. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Beesman is going to look at you and go, Mm -hmm. gosh, what a poor man I am. I wish I could work for Tommy. He's got his own island. So you've got, you've got the Beesman on board. Um, Elon Musk. Okay. The musky, the musky man himself. Yep. Dogecoin enthusiast. The one that ruined my Bitcoin holdings, despite the premise of this conversation. Mm. He tanked the price of my zero point zero 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 two one bitcoins. Dick, I can't believe it. Yeah, he Outrage. did goof it. But you could pretty much just buy him and all of his science people, so, science boys. Yeah, yeah. Give, excuse mm-hmm. me, Elon. I'll give you some money for those science people that you've got. So yeah, you can invent this machine. Well, yeah, and I mean, here's the thing. He's got he's got scientists that have got like computers in monkeys' brains that can play pong on computers. So I mean, like, yeah, at that point, surely cloudy with a chance of meatballs machine is not that far away. Do I want monkeys to be able to be better than me at video games? I'm already getting beaten by teenagers. Do I want monkeys to join that list? I yeah. kind of do. Does my ego need to be beaten and get teabagged in Halo by a monkey, a chimp, a chimp? <laughs> What else have monkeys got going on? I think, yeah, if if a monkey wants to start, you know, playing Uncharted, go for it. You little, you young little monkey man, do it. Speed run, any completion, monkeys only. <laughs> monkey percent. <laughs> monkey percent speed run. Do you know what, actually, you've just, gi- you've just given me my next idea. If I've got infinite money, I am probably just going to Planet of the Apes the world. That'd be pretty cool. You're gonna like, just spend loads of money talk. making real smart monkeys. Yeah, how cool would that be? I'm right? kind of okay with it. Like, like they had horses and monkeys on horses. That to me is the epitome of cool. No, come on. This is this is Planet of the Apes made off of trillions of uh, using Trillo bucks. So like you, you've just got a note that says one trillion. One trillion Tom coins. So yeah, no, they're fuck mm-hmm. horses. We we will give them all motorcycles and BMW GS twelve hundred okay. adventure bikes. Yes, is that a monkey driving around in a Fiat Panda? Yes, it is. <laughs> Listen, if the monkeys don't have yeah. Fiat Pandas, really, what's the point? Monkeys need human rights. Okay. So in this week's <laughs> in this week's run for presidency, this week's being because I'm going to try every day, uh, 52 weeks of the year, 52 different attempts. First attempt is going to be mm-hmm. me. My premise is that I want monkeys to have cars and human rights. And without that, how can we say we live in an equal society? Should monkeys be allowed to vape? 
I mean, there's probably greater inequalities we could solve first, but yeah, okay. Cat boys for the right for monkeys to vape. 2K21. <laughs> I think they would like vaping. I think a monkey vaping is the way it should be. And anybody that I thinks otherwise... I was disappointed when my monkey said, I, I, don't, I don't vape, and I knew he did. It's not because he lied, just because of how cool he looked when he was vaping. <laughs> just imagine, though, just a, an absolutely massive orangutan sitting on a park bench just ripping the Big biggest clouds. clouds you've ever seen. Just burning mm. cotton left, right and centre. He's doing O-rings, he's wow. doing tornadoes, he's just... Yeah, how cool. Wow, right. Rango, is that... Is that raspberry e-juice? Yum! <laughs> no, it's banana, Alex. You That one was straight in front of you. Yeah, no, I... It was right that, under your nose. I? It's Why is it not banana? Yeah, I don't know, because monkey culture isn't normalised now yet. Yeah. It, you know, it's early stages. That's basically, okay. a, that's a problem. What you just said there, that they only like bananas, that's that's not very politically correct in the world of monkeys that vape. <laughs> monkeys Look, that... are intelligent and diverse beings. <laughs> that can rip whatever flavour clouds they want, okay. you fascist. Yeah. Okay. All right. I apologise. Okay. So, what else are we doing though with with the Triller books? Ash, what, have you got any more ideas? Um. Yeah. I'm thinking about starting a charity for orangutans to vape without being judged. Um, oh, that's what I thought. I like the sound of this one too. We're still there. We never left the subject. No. Um, I think I would buy <laughs> some vehicles. And I would make all kinds yeah. of unusual vehicles using them. So I'd have like a Fiat Panda, but it would have like a Tesla motor in it. I'd have. Okay. I'd have like a big, I'd have a Tesla, but I'd have, I'd LS swap a Tesla. I'd have. <laughs> Tom, actually, LS you don't Tesla. need a, a trillion dollars to do that. You need about five grand. Dude, five grand to me is a trillion dollars. Let's talk scale. Relative. <laughs> 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 those, those two amounts would, would both change my life. Yeah. Let's not, let's not fuck around. <laughs> Ash, I've got I've got a way to leverage your idea there. I've just had the most amazing idea. Just decree that all road legal cars are bumper cars now. Imagine how fun Perfect. driving would be. <gasps> and you just walk into like a, a dealership and go, Hello, I'm I'm ready for my new car now, and they go, Yes, of course. Bitcoin Tommy sorted this one for you, and all cars are mm. free and you could do bumper cars wherever. Yeah. And just bumper cars, yeah. Just you, you're just ramming everybody around the road. All dual carriageways obviously have like um, like bowling rails, so you're not going to go off the road. It took me an hour to get to work. A really obnoxious nine year old was in my way. Yeah, yeah, it's, exactly. It's all luck of the draw base. So sometimes you sometimes you pull the key out of the hat and know you're not swinging, but actually you just you you've creme de la creme. You've just pulled the keys to a Humvee. Mm. <laughs> And sometimes, exactly. how nice yeah. would that be? Sometimes you get the the tiny little, what is it, the BMW i Setter, the tiniest little boy. I like that though. <laughs> Barely a car. I I will be murdered by lunch. I like the yes. uh, the smart, not the smart cars. What are the single seater cars that I keep seeing around? No, it's not a smart car. It's it's like a Renault. It might be a Renault Twizy. Twizy, yeah. I keep seeing those around, and I like. I used to move my next door neighbor's plastic pig. He used to have a three wheeled car. We used to move it around because it was dead light. And I feel like mm. that joke's going to make a comeback with the Twizzy uh, listeners. If you own one of those cars, let me know how many of you, how many of you and your friends it takes to move it, please. 
Uh, asking, Not many, I would guess. Asking for practical joke reasons. <laughs> I mean, I've got I've got big, strong muscles, so like I could I could probably do six or seven at a time. <laughs> Alex, you're built like a Mister Whippy. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking ass! <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I don't know. Take from it what you will, but I mean, I'm to be honest. You know, people in glass houses shouldn't really throw stones because uh, from the side, I literally look like a tall blade of grass. So Listen. I look like a McDonald's straw. You could flat Stanley yourself and put. you could put yourself in an envelope and post yourself somewhere. Which would be both interesting and cool. So, I mean, who's the real winner? Melty ice cream boy or man who can post himself? I think the latter. Those sound like the <laughs> shittest superheroes ever. Man who can post. No, himself. he'll be safe from the um, Velociraptor bus predators. Oh yeah, because he just skips public transport. Unless and I they... won't get melted on by Alex, you fucking cone. <laughs> you... Is Alex's sentience in the cone or is it in the ice cream? Because if he melts, is it... do we still have Alex? Is it just a cone that can talk? Or do I a... die on a sunny day? Is he screaming the whole time he's melting? Because <laughs> I'm not sure point. I'm here for that. Point. Also, how mm. many postage stamps do you take to post? Because I don't have any money. So if you post yourself to mine, I'm, you're probably going to get left on like the counter. I wouldn't worry with anything, mail. anything more than a second class. It's only Tom. Yeah, you don't. Yeah, I don't need to get there quick. I'm, I'm, I'm just riding the. How the long postal could a human being go fun? without water and inside of a paper envelope? Asking mm. for. Well, given that I'm a superhero, as long as I bloody well want water would ruin the envelope so i don't think i don't think that would yeah, be good no, he doesn't need he's not allowed water you're not allowed it with my triller books no with my trillo books <laughs> i've now invented um waterproof envelopes oh, tommy's invented laminating <laughs> <laughs> Tom comes from nowhere destroys the paper market hey guys we can reuse this shit we- we call it anti-wet paper, so you mean laminated. Fuck! Fuck! <laughs> Tom loses his fortune by being taken to court by the company that made laminators. I'd probably do a shitload of heroin. <laughs> I'd definitely die, yeah. No, I've, I've heard that cocaine is quite expensive, but with unlimited money... Don't pronounce it like that! No, cocaine oh, is the correct pronunciation. But cocaine is how it should oh. be pronounced. I feel like you say cocaine and then you tip your hat to someone. Yeah, good evening. Would you like some cocaine? Hat tip. Hat tip, m'lady. Good grief. Tips Fedora goes on incel Reddit. Tips Fedora, bag of cocaine falls out. I, for the record, I'm frightened of cocaine. Cool. I think most people should be. Yeah. If you're if you're out there, cocaine's gonna get you. (laughs) Yeah. Nasty, nasty stuff. (laughs) The number one predator, class A's. What are we rating cocaine on a spook meter? Hmm. What are we rating cocaine? Spooky out of spooky. Spooky out of spooky. It sneaks up on you. It it spooks (laughs) up on you. That's the new marketing campaign for cocaine. Cocaine. Cocaine's very Moorish. I don't think it needs a marketing (laughs) campaign. (laughs) I think people people want it regardless. (laughs) Fuck me. I think you're trying to sell sell a product that's already selling, you know. Do you know what, actually? You've just given me a great idea. You've just given me a great idea. Tom's going to start doing cocaine. No, with my Trillo books... What I'm actually going to do is create a completely safe and completely legal drug. So it's going to be freely available everywhere. Weed. 
no, no, because that one already exists. I can't reinvent weed unless I make a time machine and discover it. I don't like the yeah, orb's just a, gone a now. That we can't drug. do that one again. Yeah, sorry. You only get one orb an episode. <laughs> What's the drug for, Tom? Because I don't do any recreational use. So recreational, is it like a psychedelic? Is it a stimulant? Is it depressant? Oh my god, I didn't think this far ahead. I just thought like a fun thing that would wasn't alcohol, you know, but that was safe for That's you. That's how people feel about meth, could... Tom. Yeah, but it's not safe for you, though, is it, Ash? I wouldn't know, I mean... No, I just... I, yeah, you don't have to have tried it to know whether or not it's bad for your body. That's not true. That's exactly what you need to do. How can you trust scientists? No. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Tommy, Tommy's Elon scientists would never tell a fib. They are devout. What are they devout yeah, about? Yeah, obviously. Watch out. Scientific fact. The truth. We're Research. I'm here for scientific fact and nothing else, okay? This this show isn't for comedy or for jokes. Everything said is factual. Uh, it's it. definitely not about comedy or jokes. We Yeah, don't fucking come mm, here expecting us to perform for you. We're here to tell you hard-hitting facts about cocaine. <laughs> which I none of us that, have done i think that if this podcast was a train mm. then we have missed the stop that is comedy by yes. about 13 stops yeah and all of the like other ones gone. we're at grimsby end of the line we're all gibbering at the train station yeah teenagers are walking past giving us a wide berth uh, old people think and kind of on cute. that note i think it's it's perfect time to give out a very big thank you to everybody that's listened this far through the podcast and has supported us thank for the last you. what are we on now yeah. is it episode five this is episode five this is episode five it's crazy yeah so Mad. in in five short episodes we, we have uh we are gaining traction people are listening to this thing we do so yeah, thank you to everybody. Thank you to everybody that listens, that likes and and rates. I don't know anything. I don't do the producing side of things. That's all Tommy. Um, all I see is numbers, and the numbers are very positive. So thank you all. And to be honest with you, even if what you guys are doing is playing this podcast, then setting your volume to zero and putting your phone down. For oh, it, no. It still don't, helps how, us. Don't give them the opportunity to That's help what us my like wife that. Does. Listen, you folks, I want to be in your ears. Exactly. I want to be whispering sweet nothings to you. To be honest, like I feel like the three of us, we're all very similar, and I can barely stand an hour with the two of you. So imagine somebody who's not like us yeah. sitting through an hour with three of us. Like That's good Tom, going. The first time we met, even... we sat and spoke for like five hours straight. And and genuinely, I had a migraine afterwards. Tom so. hates me. It's ca- it's canon now. It's in the it's in the episodes. Uh, Tom hates me. It's canon. Now on a real one, guys. Um, your listenership, your subscribes, your likes, your interacting with our posts. It it really does help. And this this you know it, it is a passion project for us, but it's something that we're really enjoying doing. And everybody's help and support has been delightful and this first month has far far exceeded what we actually expected from this thing we thought we would be lucky to get 10 people listening to this dumb shit so i was expecting three listens and i was expecting all of them to be us so yeah anything more than that is excellent so it is a lot um Mm. if you listen to this show and you know somebody that may enjoy listening to this show please send them a link We've got lots. We're available on every platform that there is, I think. Mm -hmm. On a side note, if you have people that you think wouldn't enjoy listening to us, 
Um, if they have like a Google speaker or an Alexa, yes. you can just force us upon them. You could do you that. You can just do pranks. You have the power. Prank your enemies. You could do big pranks. The 33% majority, allowing revenge. Yeah. So, and we're happy to be used that way. We're happy to be used like that. You guys can utilize this sort of audio medium any which way you so desire. So, if you do that, I will send you a personal audio clip of me saying, oh, yeah, use me. <laughs> we don't care how you listen, just that you do. Yeah. It doesn't matter to us if you want it or not. Put us in your ears. Put us put us right in there. Please. See you all next week. <laughs> See you all next week. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino online. I was only playing for fun, so winning was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's favorite free online social casino. You too could have the chance to win life-changing cash prizes. Absolutely anybody could be like Mary. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumboCasino.com and play for free now. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice of the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of the winner.